Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Mark chapter 12 from the Jesus Bible and every edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. The Parable of the Tenants Jesus then began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a pit for the wine press, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. But they seized him, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent another servant to them. They struck this man on the head and treated him shamefully. He sent still another, and that one they killed. He sent many others. Some of them they beat, others they killed. He had one left to send, a son, whom he loved. He sent him last of all, saying, They will respect my son. But the tenants said to one another, This is the heir, come, let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. Haven't you read this passage of scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Then the chief priest, the teacher of the law, and the elders looked for a way to arrest him, because they knew he had spoken the parable against them. But they were afraid of the crowd, so they left him and went away, paying the imperial tax to Caesar. Later, they sent some of the Pharisees, and Herodians to Jesus to catch him in his words. They came to him and said, Teacher, we know that you are a man of integrity. You aren't swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are, but you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? Should we pay or shouldn't we? But Jesus knew their hypocrisy. Why are you trying to trap me? He asked. Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. They brought the coin, and he asked them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? Caesar, they replied. Then Jesus said to them, Give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. And they were amazed at him. Marriage at the Resurrection Then the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to him with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife with no children, the man must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married and died without leaving any children. The second one married the widow, but he also died, leaving no child. It was the same with the third. In fact, none of the seven left any children. Last of all, the woman died too. At the resurrection, whose wife will she be, since the seven were married to her? Jesus replied, Are you not in error because you do not know the scripture? Or the power of God? When the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. Now about the dead rising. Have you not read in the book of Moses, in the account of the burning bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are badly mistaken. The greatest commandment. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, 
Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the men reply. You are right in saying that God is one, and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. Whose son is the Messiah? While Jesus was teaching in the temple courts, he asked, Why do teachers of the law say that the Messiah is the son of David? David himself, speaking by the Holy Spirit, declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit on my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself called him Lord. How then can he be his son? The large crowd listened to him with delight, warning against the teachers of the law. As he taught, Jesus said, Watch out for the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will be punished most severely. The widow's offering. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offering were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all she had to live on. This is the end of Mark chapter 12. So here again we see Jesus teaching us many things. First, the parable of the tenants. This was spoken against the Pharisees, how the Lord kept sending his people, and they kept getting beat up or killed, until ultimately he sent Jesus, his son, who they also killed. The Pharisees did not like this. Then they questioned him about whether it was legal or not to pay Caesar's tax, uh, whether they should be doing this. And he said, give to Caesar what is Caesar, and God what is God. Do not conflict the two. They talked about marriage um, and at the resurrection. He said there is no marriage, and there is a resurrection. So he contradicted the Sadducees to set them straight. And then they asked him about the greatest commandment. He said to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Then Jesus told them about the Son, the Messiah, whether he's the son of David, or and why, if so, why does David call him Lord? Um, and then he talked about being um, aware of the teachers of the law and the, their hypocrisy. Uh, they do things just for the glory and the show and the honor. Uh, and then he talked about the widow's offering who put in two cents, but put in, because she was given out of her, her poverty, she put in more than anybody else who was given out of their wealth. So let us pray. Father, thank you so much for these teachings, for your love, for again showing us the way. The way that, while it's common sense when explained, it's not common practice. 
Father, give us the courage and the understanding to do the courageous thing, what makes common sense, but it's not practiced because it's hard. We have to be selfless. We can't be selfish. We have to love others. We have to put their interests ahead of ours. Father, help us. Give us the strength to be your children, to be a good example of what it is to be a child of God. In Jesus we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of Mark chapter 12. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.